give me my Red Bull uh, uh, stuff over there. Don't, don't you if you drink a Red Bull, you're gonna be <laughs> you're gonna be bouncing off the walls. You're gonna go to body with one jump. Michael, give me a little water. Give me a little water. <laughs> we got cold in the fridge. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Right? Atlee said, "Don't drink cold anything? water." You want water? No, I'm good. <sighs> Here we go. Peter's ready. He has everything lined up. Microsoft oh, Word. <laughs> I'm ready too. Uh, let's go boys <laughs> what is up everybody and welcome back to the seria audio experience with iftv we've had a lot of drama a lot. there's uh some smiling faces in the room <laughs> and some not so smiling faces right now my dad gaetano is in aruba and it kind of worked out good because peter came on and he's able to tell his side obviously as an fan. <laughs> i mean it's not my side it's uh the side of justice uh, right you know, the as, truth. as a referee, you have to oh, we're jumping right in go by the, the letter of the law. But we'll, especially we'll with the VAR. I agree. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't, you don't have to be your team, too, yeah. to also no, to be no, able no. To, you have to, to say. Guys, for a second, look at this amazing free content we're giving out. Just subscribe, like, and tell your friends. That's all we ask for. And read the, the podcast. podcast, of course. Guys, we're read the, the right podcast, way. okay? Listen, you can watch. Start. This is going to be the start, guys. This is for real. This is what everybody talks in the morning when they go uh, uh, to work. The Monday morning, this yeah, is what yeah. the people are getting upset about. It. This is what our life is all about. It. This is the Italy, American dream. In Italy, we live for this. And I guess I, I hope in the rest of the world, we live for this one here. So uh, we don't care about, uh, you know, debts or stock markets or uh, <laughs> just we care about soccer. Just End of the story. Show. That's it. Yeah. So rate the podcast uh, available on video form, YouTube and Facebook. And then um, you could also listen to the audio form. Everything's in the description. But let's get straight into this one. Um, we we got we to gotta talk about the elephant in the room right now. Oh, man. Inter against Juventus, one of the craziest matches of the season, plagued with a lot of controversy. I went from, it's amazing to me where I was thinking, at the 85th minute yesterday, I was thinking, Jesus Christ, we're really going to throw everything away? And now today, after all of the games, it's almost a better position than I could have imagined beforehand. So, okay, who's starting this one? What do you guys think about uh, Inter against Juventus? <laughs> I got to tell you something. Let me just say something about, uh, about the game. I think Inter played a great game. Fantastic. For almost, uh, you know, 90 minutes. Because they were playing 10 against 11. Icardi scored a spectacular goal against Buffon. I mean, Buffon is not what he used to be. But, you know, could have, he could have probably saved the goal ah, if he was a little okay. okay. But, oh, you know, no. nevertheless, you know, uh, the key of the game was for me when Dybala came inside. The two goals that Juventus scored, mm -hmm. Dybala comes in, touches the ball deep into Quadrato. Quadrato takes the ball down the line, puts the ball in the middle, Screeners touches unlucky but in uh, in uh, in soccer you need some luck too and that was the uh, the 2-2 mm -hmm. for juventus and again inter again got too complacent they thought that they won the game including spalletti because i saw his body language spalletti was just uh, walking on the sideline like you know hey we got those guys on 10 people he was just uh, getting so exciting about the you know the the, the press conference that uh, juventus punished this like this one two Spalletti is the guy that I can't stand it because he never smiles, but under his little mustaches that doesn't have it, he smiles once in a while and he thought that he had the game. He thought he had the game, but you know yeah. what? Juventus, you can never, never relax against those guys. Uh -huh. And sure enough, Dybala put the ball exactly on the head of uh, Higuain, which he didn't do crap up to that point. Although I ever gave him that on the second goal that Juventus uh, was taken away, Skriniar 
pushed him, and that for me was a penalty. You know what? What the episode that we were talking before uh, the the live podcast, right, Peter? Uh, what's, what's his name? The, the Croatian over there. Um, uh, the, Perisic, Perisic. Prozovic? No, 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 not Perisic. Yeah, what are you talking about? The, se- the the guy that deserved the second yellow was not thrown out. Pjanic. Okay, no. Pjanic. Pjanic. Oh, okay. He's Bosnian. Bosnian, yeah. Okay, so Pjanic, he did clear, he was a butcher foul, yeah. what he did. Yeah. Not only came with his knee, he actually went with his elbow. That was the second yellow. So for the, for the ref, just to punish the interplayer for complaining, that was real bad. I mean, you can just punish somebody for protesting, but you have to just punish even uh, the... The, the foul. I think Inter actually had a bad first half, uh, like pretty bad. They woke up uh, in the second half. They played a good 30 minutes. And after that, I do feel like they did get a little complacent. Like you were saying, uh, you know, they they took out Icardi, who Icardi was having the best game. Icardi was leading the whole team. And they take him out and they bring in, you know, they, they clog the midfield, they clog the defense to against Juventus. Which we all we all know if you make any mistakes with Juventus or if sleep for a second, that's when they really punish you. No, I think they ran. Even uh, Peter, you can just uh, tell me whether you agree or not with me. I mm-hmm. think they ran out of gas. I think Spalletti, yeah. when you are ten against eleven, he asked them too much. He pressed them. He asked them to press the the, the ball ender all the time. Those guys they don't have ninety minutes of just keep pressing, yeah. pressing, pressing, pressing. I think I think I think almost one hundred percent the last ten minutes they didn't have it. That's why, yeah, you know, there was even this miscommunication. Who's going out? Who's going in? They so parked the bus too much. Initially, was Icardi. I mean, what's, what's his name? Perisic is supposed to be out. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the, the communication with, uh, the, no, I don't want to go out. And then Icardi was sacrificed mm-hmm. for that. I don't know if Icardi wanted to go out or he was asked he was to mad. get out. He, he, he didn't want to go out. He was mad when okay. uh, he got subbed so, out, when he shouldn't have gotten. So now you are, you are the coach, right, Peter? If you are the coach, what kind of a position are you taking up there? Is there rules and regulation? Can you say, okay, listen, guys, we're keeping both of them in or what do you do? Uh, when you ask for ex- Quando tu hai chiamato per il cambio, che fai? Yeah. No, but I Wait, before also... you start, Peter is an Interista, actually. So if, if uh, anyone's new to him, uh, yeah. yeah, he's supporting him. And I think it's related with Spalletti. Well, look, yeah. his look. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we are <laughs> the same bit, right? mm. I just got my tan too, so mm. I'm all good. It was just a terrible uh, match for Sato. He did not... He was not consistent. Let's, let's leave it at that. Because you 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 want to call the foul for Vecino, it was a yellow card in Italy. Gazzetta dello Sport they were saying that it's more of an orange card in the sense where you can give the yellow and it would be okay. But he went back to VAR. He you know he 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 felt there was a red card. Yes, he got him in slow motion. It looks like a really bad foul. But during the play of game, I mean, when I first saw it, I didn't think anything of it. No, Peter, it, it, was, it was yeah, a red. Yeah, he got him. He got him. I do he think it was him. a red card so, on that one. It was a red. I don't think so it was a red 100% card. 100% red. I don't think it was I a red card. Was I don't, the, first, the first second I saw it, I Vecino's, Vecino didn't mean to step on him. Are you ta- kidding me? He, he, he had time to retract that's his guy. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. But listen, listen. I know a lot of people show the image of Mandzukic's leg as a proof. Like, look, it's a red card. But just because you get injured or it's bad... I'm not saying it's a good it thing, but it doesn't mean that shit. it doesn't mean that it's a red card. Because to me, Vecino's leg is not like this. It's not it's up. Low. Yeah, but it's he, low. he steps on him. In he the last, the last him. second, Mandzukic kicked the ball. He was running and he stepped on him. It was a little bit excited. To me, it's a yellow card. I he, thought it should have been a yellow. He knew he wasn't winning that I don't ball think that was sending. That's a red. That's a clean red. Either way. Either yeah. way. He wasn't getting that call. Uh, okay. okay. We say yellow card, you say red card. Okay. Look at this. Referee could be split. Some say yellow, yeah, yeah. some say red. And okay. it was a red on a red on Pjanic. Okay. 100%. Well, regardless of that, the Pjanic was, was 100% a second 100%. yellow. Well, that's what I, I want to yeah. go towards now. Pjanic, right? So yeah. uh, Pjanic had the yellow. 
mm-hmm. he got away with the foul on Rafinha, and he didn't even call a foul. Uh, then in the 58th minute, he 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 fouls Rafinha again with his knee in his chest and the ref and the elbow. And the elbow. Referee's right there. Yeah. Okay, calls the foul. I mean, if you see that foul, you have to have the same courage that you you have to give the red card for Vecino. You have to have the same courage and give the foul, uh, give the second yellow to uh, Pjanic, and he's he's sent off. I agree. What happens there? Okay, I've, the game at the moment was one-one. I'm not saying that Inter would win, Juventus would win. We don't know. All we know is that it changes. Of course, it would have been ten on ten. Ten with ten. Ten with ten. Besides being ten v ten. Now it's up to Allegri to make a substitution. Does he add another midfielder and take out a striker? Because remember, Cuadrado, this game, was playing as a right back. Mm-hmm. And he was getting burned by Perisic. A yeah. lot of times he got caught out of place. And I thought it was a big risk. But what happened was, you know, later in the game, when Juventus had the pressure to score, it actually helped because Cuadrado was the one that actually was able to get in the box and stuff like that. <laughs> but the, 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 the matter of the, the matter is when when someone gets a red car and the game is 10v10 it changes Spalletti's the of the game. yeah it 100%, changes the dynamics of the game 100%. and now Allegri doesn't put Benadeschi Dybala he might maybe puts in a midfielder to, to shore up the, the Marquisio the game. maybe yeah yeah and it's alone he but will I'm never ju- put him but, in but I'm trying to say is it, but it, Peter it's my point with you yeah we're on the same this is my point with you Peter this is my point with you why after the second foul they didn't uh, go for VAR for the that's VAR. what I said yeah, that's what he said that should be you know consistency right there if you go for VAR I agree I agree VAR yeah, on the I other end it's Listen. only used when they feel like which is, shouldn't yeah. be the case it should be used for every instance I will punish Orsato with three weeks <laughs> just coaching the, the five years old girls over there on, but you on see the what not even guys the instance the of girls. him not calling that could change a whole spectrum could bring the Scudetto back you know what I'm saying back to whatever alright guys no, I mean, guys 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 we're gonna handle each situation yeah. and yeah. we all say what we think I think everyone here agrees okay. it should have been a second yellow for Pjanic yeah. I know a few people have been sending us these things beforehand after i didn't see any of the videos somebody said oh it was there was something happened before that he didn't call it. whatever to me it was a sending off for pianic it wasn't a sending off for vicino and the third one let's just get all the refereeing decisions for me screenier was the only one that was really a red card Vecinos wasn't screenier 100 it's a red card yeah last man he back he gets the foul at, at 91st like minute whatever it was but just just to say just to say at the end of the game this is after everything so yes. i mean Yes, you can say, oh, we can nitpick on every little thing. And, you know, as far as like cultural fans, that's what we want to do. We look yeah. at every decision, yeah. but it's hard because the referee, unfortunately, ha- is a protagonist of every game because each referee is able to, to change a game. And I, I mean, Colina said it in, in Europe, he's saying, listen, at the end of the day, the referee is going to make these decisions. And we have to accept it. But the referee Juvent- defeated the VAR but that's at this the, point. But that's the problem with VAR. They weren't able to to be consistent because if you don't call a foul on one side, you have to have a reason for it. You know, you have to be okay. It wasn't a foul because I saw it this way, and then if you see the same exact foul, it's not a foul. Then you cannot change. You cannot flip flop. Just, just like we've seen you all seasons. The city. One thing, Marco. Excuse me. One yeah. thing is still not clear to me to everybody. When the ref goes to the sideline and just goes to look at the VAR, 
Who's telling him yes or not? No. Is that him making the decision by looking? No. Or sense. there is somebody else? Yes, there's, 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 someone, there's, there's two. There's someone who does a silent check and he says, is it if it's worth it for Orsato or whoever the referee is to come over and check himself? But at the end, so, who makes the decision? But if he no, checks Orsato, it, he the goes. referee, is the one who makes the decision yeah, he makes when a he final goes decision. over to there and does it. Listen, I don't want to get caught up the entire but thing referee. Let's finish let's up stay. with this. I know, that's what I think is wrong, Peter. Stay on track. What's wrong with the VAR right now is the fact that we give the referee just the benefit of the doubt all the time when you have somebody i would say i would put five people that they have nothing to do i know but this is the reasons why we're gonna keep talking about it and i think that's wrong that's why referee can be on the pockets of administration okay but we we already spoke about how the we, so we already spoke saying. about it, so there's I mean, no point to keep going back when yeah. we speak All right, about fine. it. Otherwise, that, we're going to be here for think, you know, no, three yeah, hours. Say the last yeah. thing that you wanted to say That's about it. which call. I think I think that was a penalty on uh, on Iguain when the, the, the goal yes. was taken away. That Skriniar, Iguain was about to take the ball and shoot the ball, and, and Skriniar went Ooh, from the no. back and just knock him down. He I just put him out of balance. Say your first Yeah, go. For me, that was on the Matuidi goal that was called that. If that would have gone on the bar, what what happened when they went when they went to see the bar? They wanted to see the position or whether the, the guy was offside or was not offside. But if they actually paid attention on the play, Skriniar on the t- on the timing that uh, Iguain was about to kick the ball into the tower to the to the to the net, Skriniar really pushing real hard from the back. Just look I, th- I think I know. I saw it. I saw it in slow motion. To me, it was a fair challenge. It was. It was one of those fifty fifty. You give him yes. shoulder to shoulder. Like Mata- shoulder from no, behind. What no, no, shoulder? No, no. We no, he turned. That one. I don't remember. Yeah, it's when Matuidi scored the goal and they called it all sides. Right before that, there was a, a push. We saw it all together, and you didn't think it was a penalty. I thought um, it was a penalty. It, we already went through it. I don't think it was a penalty. I think it was fair. The no, other I, one was more. He wasn't. He was looking at Iguain. This one, he had his eyes on the ball. Iguain's next to him, and he. You, you're, it should be a little bit lenient, too, in the box. you got to push a little bit. You can't have light nitpicking of everything. But the point of, of everything is that there are so many calls that everybody talks about, so yeah. many. At the end of the day, we already went through what we want with the VAR, that somebody else calls it. And look, we, we, keep, we can keep going through situations. He says the red card. You say it's an orange card. I say it's a, it's a yellow card. We're always going to disagree. Everybody sees a different perspective. And I think we got that out of the way. Let's talk about the game. Let's talk about the football mm-hmm. that we saw today. Okay. Because... Even when I spoke to my grandpa, he's an Inter fan. He was so <laughs> he hates. He didn't let you sleep now. He hates. <laughs> he hates controversy. He hates when yeah. the game is is thrown out with the referee and everybody talks about it. Oh, you course. know, he was upset with the football that was at play. Mm-hmm. But I will say that Inter in ten men really showed me a lot of character. You know, sometimes with ten men, you don't know if you're gonna get that extra push or like Napoli today, you're gonna collapse and the other team's gonna take over. So I give so much respect for Inter, even being down one zero already to Juventus, um, with you know full San Siro, they extremely impressed me. And the guy who impressed me even more, the most, who I gained a lot of respect for. Milosevic. Talk about what you want about his off the field. I don't really care right now. I'm talking about on the field. Mauro Icardi. We've Mm -hmm. all come on here and said Mm -hmm. how amazing he is as a finisher in the box. He was not a finisher last night. He was working his ass off outside the area, pushing, shoving, going to leave balls off left and right for his players. He was a leader, and I've questioned him as a captain before. But I love that that he got pissed when he was subbed off. He didn't do it in a negative way. It's a competitive way. He was pushing his players to keep going. Even on the silence, people making fun of him that he's crying. He was running yo, the show. Yo, that's how it should be. You yeah. should be competitive yeah. oh, enough. Yeah. Like, yo, I'm pissed off yeah, the guy could, and I want to win. He and cares I, for the game, especially against Juventus. Yeah. was uh, their chance to stay in, in the Champions League yeah, uh, exactly. uh, run. And, uh, you know, that was a, a big uh, blow. It was a big uh, 
let down. Yeah. So we spoke. I spoke about Inter and for Juventus. On the other hand, very disappointed in this team. The way that they were handling this match with the ten men Inter, they were sitting back so many times, sitting sitting far back. Um, and I was. I mean, at that point when it was two one, when Barzagli, who was slow the entire match, mm. the guy cannot keep up anymore. We talk about you say Buffon's old. He's gone down. I don't agree with that. I will agree that Barzagli is way. Way out of place at this Juventus. He's very slow. I love his hunger, whatever. Um, but a little lucky too. Come on. Yeah, no, 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 guy, I'm not. Not even the goal. No, he's not not even the no, goal. You can't blame him no, for before, that. Yeah. Before, before, yeah, yeah. before. Yeah. Um, and and I will say that at that point when it was two one in the 80th minute, I was thinking Allegri, Juventus. There was a point in this match where I don't know if you guys knew Douglas Costa, Bernadeschi, Iguain, Dybala, Quadrado. Five. Manzukic. I don't know if Manzukic was still on. No, was maybe no, at the same time as all five of those. I think Bernard just came five on. minutes out. Yeah. Yeah. But these five players were on for Juventus. Five of great players that you could put in almost any team in Serie A in the world. And Juventus were struggling to score. There was something that was not clicking. Maybe you say sometimes this happens in football. Maybe this and that. Um, but I will give it to Juventus, and I think that the match changed the moment that Spalletti yeah. took out Icardi and the moment that Allegri put, put in Dybala. Dybala. The mix of those two things, to me, shifted well. the balance of the game, and Juventus, who deserves so much credit for being able to come back to this match, as disappointing as they were, as much as every UF fan was, was pissed during the match, it takes like a strong, a, a team that's so mentally strong to be able to put two goals in, one minute between each other, two minutes between each other, and uh, deserve a lot of credit. Juventus deserve a lot of credit for doing. I have that. a good question for you and for you. Yeah, I'm just gonna do you think Allegri, <laughs> Mike? I know what he's gonna say. That's why I'm asking. <laughs> he only cares about Manolas. Oh, do you okay. think Allegri was forced to put in DiBala after the, it was down to one? Even though the, him and DiBala they're not clicking. Why a, a player like that doesn't even come in at least on the second half, or you start a player? He's a champion. The guy's a champion. Why you bringing Dybala in when you are in trouble and 20 minutes before the end of the game? I want to hear, I want to hear your side of the, the field, the, Why? the game, though. I think with the 4-3-3, Dybala doesn't have a real position. He's one of those players that he has to be free. So Allegri doesn't want that type of player. He wants players like Mandzukic who's going to be up and down the lines. If he, Mandzukic tracks back, Diego Costa, uh, Douglas Costa is going back and forth. I mean, Dybala, like you said, is a great player, fantastic player. You know, at any a moment of the game, he can change a game. Look at the free kick that he yeah. had. Yeah. I have a different opinion, cheating. and I'm going to tell you the reasons why. Finish up. I mean, no, no, but I mean, I, I could see that uh, Dybala this year, he's had a, a iffy relationship with Allegri. I mean, he's been That's my four point. or five okay. days, yeah. four or five games that he wasn't playing. That is he my scored, I, I don't know how many goals, but I think 20 goals yeah, this year, 21 like goals this year. So, I mean, he's definitely uh, a goal scorer, a top player. Uh, he just, I guess, didn't see him in this game. I'll tell you, you know. what, Peter. I agree 100% with what you said, but I'm going to add to this, to what you just said, this thing here. Allegri, whether he liked it or not, he had to put him in. Oh, I'll tell, the reasons why the pressure was mounting from the top uh, uh, four or five guys sitting on... Uh, on uh, the stadium over there and the rest of the tifosi that uh, Juventus are around. If you went to Svolavo lost 2-1 to one, and this Dybala guy here, Allegri, will never have brought Dybala inside. Oh, the guy will not, not even finish the season. 
Ah, especially if Napoli will have, I'm telling you, <laughs> especially if Napoli will have won today. Mm. This is very critical. You bring Dybala in, he makes the two touches, yeah. one on the free kick and one to uh, two quadrato. The guy changed the campionato in, uh, in five minutes. Yeah. Dybala is the winner of the campionato. Peter, talk about the game. What do you think? Oh, I mean, Inter with 10 men played a fantastic uh, game. I, like Mike, the first half, they were confused. There was a lot of bad passes. Juventus had a chance to, to double up. Uh, you know, the thank God, I guess in one way, thank God for VAR as far as the Matuidi goal, because if there was no VAR, that's a goal. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, mm. very harsh. So two, two down with 10 men. Yeah. Uh, besides now referee decisions, whatnot, I think, uh, you know, the game was, was, was good. I mean, Juventus hasn't been playing really well in the past four or five games. So uh, Inter definitely uh, tried to counter. And I think the type of players that they have with uh, Rafinha, Perisic, Kandreva helps that uh, that aspect of the game. Uh, like I said, I was surprised with Allegri's decision to put Cuadrado as a right back. We all, I, I think everybody I, was. Yeah, be, but also he was, and I'm surprised he never took him out. He had a yellow card. Not even besides the yellow he card. Was exposed. Perisic was taking yeah. him on. He was going to expose a lot they over and over again. Plank. And I remember that one time Cuadrado just jumps, you know aimlessly pretty much and Perisic had the chance to, to take him on but instead Perisic was looking to get the foul doesn't get a foul whatever going, yeah. but I think also the difference is the the amount of players the depth of a team Juventus has and Inter has yeah. so everybody wants to harp on uh, Spalletti even I, you know even myself to a certain point when he made those subs I'm like oh man really it we're gonna put sense. Borja Valer we're gonna put Santon but then looking back on it these you playing 75 minutes versus Juventus with 10 men. The probability of Juventus scoring two goals in three, you know, in two minutes is very low, yeah, but it sure. happened. No, yeah. But also, you're 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 trying to defend the lead. At that point, if you have to put fresh legs, who are you going to take out? You're going to take out a midfielder. Besides that, who are you going to put in? Because uh, the only midfielder that Aspaletti had at his disposal was Borja Valero. I don't criticize that as much. You know, you're looking it, at the Santon. It's just a lack of depth. The Santon, the Santon thing, I think, was to add an, an extra winger because they added that five wingers. That's not a winger. That's, that's no, not no, 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 I'm saying point. to add... He's a Santon's a it's defender. A winger. He's more of a right-back, left-back. Yeah. So he tried to add an extra thing. D'Ambrosio, when Santon came in, switched yeah, sides. Yeah, he did. Douglas Costa got stopped by D'Ambrosio, yeah. Okay. <sighs> right away, Allegri makes the switch to turn him back out. The only thing is, the I think it's the lack of concentration that Santon did not have. For some reason, I guess he wasn't in this game. This You cannot leave Higuain in the box like that, wide open. The same way Icardi can be Miranda left there. Yeah, but they were Santon both. Too. As, a, def as a, def a defender, you have to be able to close it down together. I, I think, I think just like... When you have someone at your back... It's hard. Santon but, too, Marco. But, Santon but, has the chance to. But when to you're in the up. box, and this was on Icardi's goal, I can't remember who was on him, but it was the wrong player. There was someone on Icardi, like a a, a mid. I think it was like Quadrado. I'll just say Quadrado, just just to put it out there. You know, if if Icardi, you know, Icardi's one of the biggest threats for Inter in the box. You put a Barzai on him. You put someone who's experienced, just like Iguain. It's Miranda. You don't put Santon on Iguain, who's one of the most dangerous inside the box. To me, that's that's not how it is. 
But listen, and that was a big mistake from Juventus, and that was a big mistake also for Inter. I think both of the set pieces. What, what, it was terrible defending. Marco, Marco, they what, were both terrible. What defending. makes me, what makes me go crazy about <laughs> the, the change? I mean, I mean, aside from Spalletti that that, put, that made it that, that substitution, but you, when you got in as a player like Santon, you know that your responsibility is extremely high. Defend. Okay, so what happened is, Dybala, what's his name? When Dybala touched, put the ball into the middle for the three, for the goal of the three-two. Nobody, not even body checked the uh, Iguain. You know, when you're a defender and you know that the most dangerous players are into the box on the same line that you are, at least you have a body check. I'm not saying pull the shirt. You have to have the body contact with the other person. The guy was completely untouched. He almost walked into the freaking net with his head. Nothing. Nothing was done. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, do, I see some people there are certain people criticizing Handanovic on this what do you guys think? No, I, I, don't think, do I didn't think he had anything to do with that yeah, I, I, a lot of people did blame yes. him here you're right but Handanovic no, no you can't blame no, Handanovic I don't think so I don't think so I didn't think so he, for both goals yeah. the, the first two goals Douglas Costa I think was deflected if no, I'm not they were both, there was a, both, a deflection on that so he got caught he didn't get the trajectory of the ball the screen, the screen, your own goal. I mean, you happen? cannot do anything. I still didn't even think that was inside. I, mean, I, I feel like there. it. I don't it know, right but I think it comes course. from the third goal. That's the only thing I could think of. Uh, third goal. What do you want him to come I, out? I know. I, I I'm, mean, I'm no, with you. No, 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 I'm with you. No, no, no I'm not saying that. It's I'm just saying, bringing up an yeah, argument. I heard that, that I too, Marco. That, that's that. just why I brought it up. Um, but anyway, because I think we could, you know, we could go an hour. Well, we could also talk about Iguain's miss. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Oh he had God. the ball one right one over there. He jumped on Danovic yeah. on the left hand side. One on one with the keeper. Yeah. played eighty minutes that were awful. Yeah. The, like you talk about him off the ball. Listen, you spend ninety million on a player. You got to put the ball in the back of the net in the biggest games in the world. And you know maybe it does say something about his character that even after eighty minutes they were playing terrible. Seven games in a row, Iguain didn't score. And he was able to put it in. Listen, at the end of the day, that's that's how it's gonna go, and that's what's gonna be remembered. Is is not. Look, I almost forgot about the miss. But if Iguain doesn't score in the 89th minute, it would it would be about the miss. That's uh, right. football is a game of inches. You know, Peter, uh, a few more minutes less or a few more minutes more, we'd be talking about completely different games. Oh, if you were the coach of Argentina, once you see Iguain missing that ball when you're jumping on Danovic. And then you, with your left, which is supposed to be one of his best foot, you put the ball. Not one even of, a, no, even no, listen feet. to me. <laughs> what? You make it seem like he's got eight feet. Listen, <laughs> once you're missing, once you, it's not that it was too much. The, the I mean, too much on the side over there. He had plenty of an angle yeah. to just bury the ball inside. That thing, I think, is going to make that goal that he oh missed is going to lose his his place into the the Argentina national team, and Icardi is going to take his place. I don't Ooh, think it's I don't know. About I that. am telling you, I will never <laughs> put a player like that. That when you have a clean chance, like with an empty well, net, done it in the past. I mean, with the <laughs> resultato on the line, and Guys, then you you're making on. that mistake. Forget about it. We got to move on. Okay, Anyone so else this has else no, to this will trigger now the next game, which is Fiorentina. Uh, no, I'm sorry, which is a Napoli uh, Fiorentina. Fiorentina, no, Napoli. Fiorentina, Napoli. Yeah. Fiorentina, Napoli. So what's happening on Fiorentina, Napoli? This game was played so much into on nerves than uh, uh, than uh, uh, on the field, uh, down on the field itself. Yeah. So yeah. the Napoli players. They got so much pressure even before the game was started. Okay, you can feel, you can just look at the the, the body the language tension. of those uh, yeah. uh, of those people, and they know that for them it's like a life and death. Especially when Juventus wins before you. Oh my God! I would just like to see the faces of those guys in the hotel before they, they showed it. They, they actually, did. They oh actually showed God. it. I don't yeah. know if you guys saw those. They zoomed oh in with a camera while God. Napoli were watching yeah. Juve inter Juve towards the end. Yeah. yeah. 
And uh, that must have been very depressing. So uh, Yeah, I know. You go the minutes there. Uh, I feel like we spoke about this even a few weeks ago when Juve made a comeback. Maybe with Lazio. Lazio. Where's Lazio? Mm, right? Same yeah. exact yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Everybody That's was thinking, oh, Juventus is going to drop points versus yeah, exactly. Lazio. 95th minute, Dybala gets that goal. Exactly. And Napoli just came out terrible, you know, poor versus Napoli. Roma. Napoli versus Roma. Were Remember the 2 4 loss. Today against Fiorentina, I even thought, I said, listen, Fiorentina is one of those tricky sides. You know, they went six games or seven games without, without, winning, without, yeah. without losing. Then they, you know, they struggled a little bit. And today, I mean, the Napoli got screwed because in the first few minutes they got a red card with Koulibaly, who you know they first they called um, a penalty kick and no red card, yellow card. Then the VAR, they looked at the VAR. It was definitely outside of the box. To me, I mean, it was a right call. The VAR got it right. It wasn't a penalty kick, um, and it was a red card. Uh, for it me, it was I, a red card. Yeah, it was for me. La- it was not. It was last minute. on he missed the ball completely. Yeah, he, did. he didn't kick him on the yes, stamina. Oh, he, he, he missed a little bit. I mean, you missed the ball. Last man. Ah, come on. You know what? It's just. What do you my, think, Peter? It was a red. It's. I wouldn't like to give it a red, but it's a by letter of the law. Last man. Yeah, it's, a, it's a red card. I but then, but then again, there's times when. Some refs don't make the decision with the goalie last man. They give the yellow instead. But that's in so, the box, I think. So what? If it's in the box, it's a yellow. If it's in the if it's outside the box, it's red. Apparently, they, they give, don't want to do a double standard of a red card and a so penalty. So then I rather take a re- I rather take the penalty. Yeah, I know, I know. It doesn't make but, any but sense. No, a double standard. The, I'm just saying no, if no. it's in the box. Peter, it wasn't in the box. Especially with Napoli. With it wasn't in the box. With 11 men, they would be able to. And it's Koulibaly. No, who's yeah. the best? Who's the best, the defender, best defender for Napoli? For Napoli. Yeah. And yeah. then he, Sadi took out Jorginho. Where he said, "Jesus, he's taking out Jorginho. Jorginho is the creative guy for Napoli." I said, "This is going to be a terrible match." The front three for Napoli did not do anything. Mm. Insigne Mertens, Mertens for a few games has not done it. Hamsik Insigne too. Mertens, Calejon, Hamsi, like I can't remember. They had one shot on target. I can't remember anything game. positive that they did. And then Tonelli comes in. He created a mess mm. with Gio Simeone, who Simeone, three goals. He scored his first career hat-trick against Napoli. They were completely lost. They had no <laughs> concentration. I know against 10 men, you know, there's, there's an argument. Oh, against 10 men, look what Inter did. You know, they were they were playing amazing. Now, with 10 men, you're like, oh, come on. They were playing with 10 men. How, how you expect them to do anything? So, it's a lot about perspective. But to me, Napoli. Oh, well, I mean, Inter is playing with 10 men and being able to, you know, play well is an outlier a lot of teams when they go down 10 men it's, it's they just pulled it out yeah that's well that's what i'm different. saying though and i think also, did that i think also the pressure i think like antonio said they were watching the game you know you had you have highs and lows and then you you know you, you especially look, last week it mm-hmm. took a lot of energy for napoli too much to celebrating beat juventus too. and okay, then you know what the expectation that the, that the fosseria they built too Peter. yeah i mean you, go, you go four or five thousand people waiting for them at the airport yeah, you know they, they, oh, they because know. I, I think they believe they're trying to support yeah but the thing it's just and napoli at the end of the day you have to do a job and you have to win all these games already they they, they messed up in the past where they they've dropped some points they were ahead they were lucky that Juventus slipped these past three or four Crotone games, you know, mm. Crotone, then, and then Napoli Spall, had the chance yeah. to, uh, when they won straight, you know, straight up game. Now, against Milan, yeah. Yeah, so it's... I think Napoli, with a little, with a little bit of luck, will have been uh, in a different position right now. But uh, again, it's about luck, though. Three, yeah, I mean, sometimes I know. But uh, Juventus to win, uh, win the game in the last five minutes. I mean, you have to be very lucky at the spot. Not, 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 not Napoli itself, but uh, yeah. unbelievable. I mean, yeah. hey, it's not the uh, first time that there's been a comeback. You got to oh, expect that. That's the difference. Like I said, there's a difference in in the squads. Juventus has three teams and. Allegri has a lot of players at his disposal that they could change the game in a matter of sure. seconds. Sure. Napoli, unfortunately, it happens every year 
where they use the same 15 players not even you know yeah. and they don't have they don't have subs quality subs especially i Everybody complains about the midfield. I think it's more of the strikers that they don't have substitutes for. You know, uh, the midfield. I love Diawara. I think he's going to be a good player. He's, he's a young guy. Zielinski. He's very even good Raw comes in. You know, mm. Jorginho. So I mean, just that like the luxury of Allegri saying DiBala have a seat. <laughs> They put no. Bernadeschi, Dybala, and, and who else in, in the game from the bench? Oh, they put Bentacur. Bentacur, Bentacur. Okay, yeah. But, <laughs> sorry, that ruined my point a little bit. But either way, they, you started with Cuadrado, Douglas Costa, Mandzukic, yeah. Iguain. But you, who am I missing? I'm missing somebody else, too. Yeah, there's a, like, you've, uh, you well, have uh, a second right squad that can compete for Europe, even the Scudetto. Yeah, but, yeah, but also, also where these guys played in the past. It's a big thing. Iguain's played in, in Real Madrid. Besides no, Napoli, Kedira playing Real Madrid, Douglas Costa, Bayern Munich. But at the end of the day, also Raul Albiol was at Napoli, and I mean, it was at Real Madrid. Also him. I feel like Peperina. Peperina is another guy that we say so much experience. They didn't step up when, when you needed to step up here. Last <laughs> week, we're talking about a different game. Last week, we say, wow, look at Napoli. They had the mentality to do it. This week now, a few things went in the yeah. favor of Juve. A few things didn't go in the oh, favor of Napoli. And look, and it's four points. Yeah. It's still not done. It's not done. You call me crazy. There's still three games. Juventus have to win two out. Of, if Juventus win two out of the three, they they win the campionato. Yeah. They could lose to Roma, and they have to beat Bologna and Elis Verona at home. Roma is away. Either way, don't roll your eyes and say it's over because you were saying four <laughs> weeks over. ago it's over. It's over. Did you think that today Fiorentina was going to win three? I was hoping not to be over, but it's <laughs> over. It's not over. Again, you again, just slip up against Bologna. Nah, they so win, fine. and then what happens? The thing is, we're going to keep saying the same thing. I so know, it's that's what I'm the saying. Last game, to me, literally. it's over. The psychology of the game is there. But I'm now you've been saying that too. Wait, let me just tell you something. This game, the the, the game of the last, uh, especially the way the campionato has been uh, played uh, so closely this year. The game it does not really rely as much as on the formation or the four four two four three two one or uh, or uh, I don't know four three three. It just relies on the individual play of of uh, oh, part of it of some of the superstars in the particular case of Juventus I don't think Allegri had anything to do with the win of Juventus he had to do with the genius of Dybala to be capable to read the game to put the ball on the, on the head of the Higuain and to feed the ball deep down to Quadrato did Those you watch his interview Allegri? what Allegri? did you hear what he no. said? he said the exact same thing it's funny he, he went off at Sky Italia. They said, your tactics, your this. He said, you guys watch NBA. The reasons why he I'm said saying... It's, it's very individual. The, the reasons why I'm saying like this, I, I'm saying this is because, is because, look what happened with Napoli. If, uh, if what's his name? Uh, uh, Insigne doesn't, is not having a great day. He's having an okay day. Yeah. Those, are, and Calajon, same those are different makers. In this particular case, Dybala is making the difference for Juventus and uh, Insigne is not making the difference or uh, Mertens is not making the difference or uh, Samaria else is not making the difference so this is about individual play during the the, the, uh, the 90 minutes that they can change the, the the entire campionato now as far as formation uh, comes itself i like the way sari put the team inside of the field maybe the the the, the red card to uh, koulibaly made a big difference but when it you know you you playing against Fiorentina. Fiorentina is not Inter, it's not Milan, it's not Juventus, it's not the top of, it's not Lazio. You have to go over there and win. You gotta go and win. Yeah. Okay? You gotta go and win. The same way Inter played 10 against 11. You have to just be able to just calm down and just live it on the field. 
I think the tension of the player really, you know, oh, did it to them. That's why I think the tension really uh, influenced the and game. And the pressure on winning because, the game. When because, you, yeah. yeah, because the two goals that I saw, the first goal and the third goal, were def defensive blunders. I mean, Tonelli leaves Simone make a, a run right over his back and he stops for a second. Yeah. And I don't know what happened Who's there, if he's looking for the, for the, the, the flag to go up or whatnot. Then the, the last one, his side leaves the guy on uh, on side you you know you're not lined up with your defense these are these are things that at a Serie A level or a Napoli who's aiming for uh, Scudetto yeah. you can't make yeah. these mistakes exactly you know and then you know but again you see what I, what I was saying yeah. before uh, Peter those are players that in yeah. normally they won't do that yeah but exactly. they get caught in a bad day and the, the tension building up on them mm -hmm. that they're starting to second guess themselves yeah. but at, and the, the, at the same time also Juventus defenders were, were, were awful I mean Barzagli was, was getting run around like three four times but the unfortunate thing is Inter was down to 10 men so you we see? weren't able to. No. Yeah, well, they were not unable to, to really, hold it. To hold it. To really challenge. That's on to it, of course. Inter, play, Inter played a, a great game. It just didn't. Uh, didn't they couldn't uh, finish it. They, they couldn't, couldn't finish, finish it. it. Listen, we still got. Listen, it, it was very exciting just to see everybody um, uh, with Inter Juventus. People I've never seen even talk about Serie A watch this game during oh, the yeah. match. It was un. I never. I didn't see anything from any other league in the world, mm. which was unbelievable. It was unbelievable to see that how many people were watching Inter Juventus, which historically has always been. You know, it's a derby d'Italia. It's a, a huge match. I know being sports, they have that little El Clasico in eight days, but this is much better than any El Clasico is going to be this season with mm. Barcelona winning. Yeah. So I think that this is still a very good thing for the Serie A. Well, this year, I it was mean, so that, exciting. That, this derby, there was a lot on the line. Yeah, it was now, so back and forth too. You know, Champions League. Yeah, Inter now. Has I think a the real the, risk Icardi, of not making Icardi Klang really got, got to me because uh, the guy really wanted to be on the Champions it, it League. Sh it, show, it shows that he really and, but, you uh, know, loves a club. Yeah. As much as I hate Inter and Juventus, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I, Who did you want to win? But you hate Inter, you hate Juventus, you hate Spalletti, you hate Allegri. <laughs> I, wanna, I want Gattuso to win. <laughs> Listen, okay, let's let's move on. Let's I talk think, about Gattuso and, and AC Milan. I think we have some good news to, today. Let's see what happens. Your, your Milan mm -hmm. uh, struggled, but they found a way to, to win against Bologna. 2-1 against Bologna. Wait, you're happy? I am Finally. happy. I didn't watch the game because I was playing the game and we lost 2-1 too. But uh, oh. thank God AC Milan, <laughs> we won 2-1. Yeah. So, uh, hey, listen, we need to stay as close as possible to Atalanta and we need to, uh, we need just uh, Juventus uh, just, uh, you know, to look the other way uh, when we play them in 10 days for uh, the final of the Coppa Italia. So, uh, I mean, I, I'm very afraid that uh, if we do not win against the, the, the direct match against Atalanta, I think uh, we're not uh, going to watch the, we're going to be watching the, the UEFA the UEFA league from uh, from the bench. As do you mind? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. Why? I do. Exposure. Milan. Okay, it's a better thing. Look at Inter. They're not in it this year. Remember last year they had against Beer Beer Sheva. Uh, well, this <laughs> this year, look, they're challenging for Champions League. Maybe it's better. You know what? I I get upset with that. I think that every team, if you make your, it's it should be a prestigious because before the Europe, the the was it was it UEFA Cup. Yeah. Before it was called UEFA Cup. Copa UEFA. These teams used to... Inter, I think, has one of the better records of, of all teams. Mm -hmm. you know, because I think it was the first two that actually made Champions League. First and second place used right. to make Champions League. It wasn't the four teams. Mm -hmm. right. So the third and fourth place teams, they really strive to win that, yeah. that uh, tournament. So that cup. So, I mean, I think if you're Milan, if you're Inter, or whoever, Everybody. you have to give yeah. everything. And, yeah, they say, oh, but you play on Thursday, it influences uh, the game on Saturday, Sunday. But you know what? At the end of the day, it's good for Serie A 
because yeah, you win that league, you have automatic entrance into the Champions League, and and it's just good exposure. You know, now teams that don't usually watch or people that don't usually watch Serie A, they'll watch an Inter game, and as as an Inter fan or as Inter as a club, you have to compete in Europe. You definitely you have definitely. to. And Milan is the same way. But they never Milan, take it seriously to me. Milan, Who doesn't? Yeah, they don't. The clubs they, don't take it seriously. Inter and Milan. No. I don't know how Napoli, serious. That's, that's, what has to be, that's what has Napoli to change. Completely. That, like, that's, that's just why I'm saying as a fan because it's not going to change by next season that they're going to all of a sudden take it seriously. Maybe, maybe not. But I wouldn't be too upset about that. I mean, this that, year I think that, Milan took it very seriously. They yeah, just they did. They a just didn't get... The right calls, also, right? Mm-hmm. Some controversial calls, mm-hmm. but all the time. <laughs> but, but listen, it's true. I mean, uh, the point is that uh, you cannot really be a top team. Milan is a top team in Europe, in the world. Yeah. Don't forget that we are the, the first, the sec- first, second, 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 second team on the world for a uh, number of trophy and uh, quality yeah. and uh, Make history sure and everything <laughs> else. We got it all. I mean, hey, everybody <laughs> wants to have uh, the. the uh, the Carnes of AC Milan when it comes down to uh, how many uh, Champions League we won and the history that we built into the, mm-hmm. this game here. So, and the, the top players that we had uh, playing for AC Milan. Now, the bottom line is Gattuso is doing the best that he can. I think he wore that shirt and he knows how much he means to wear the AC Milan shirt mm-hmm. and what it means for a, a coach to bring a team across the line to say, hey, at least we made this, uh, you know, the UEFA, the UEFA League. So if we, if we fail to get into the Wi-Fi League, it's going to be a lot of problem. Not with Gattuso, but maybe, you know... Uh, Mirabelli, they're saying... Financially, might, too. There's a lot of problems right now. They're saying Mirabelli might be, you know, he's, he's in risk of his job. Uh, they, they even asked Gattuso. He's like, listen, I'm not married to the guy, so you, you can't ask me what's going to happen. I do my job. Um, <laughs> Gattuso left them in the dark on that one. <laughs> yeah. And Gattuso... And they're both got, Calabrese, too. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They must hate each other, then. Um... I mean, even even like today, they, they got mad. Milan fans apparently were getting mad about Andre Silva not playing. But then when Andre Silva plays, then you say, "Oh, why is Andre Silva not not playing?" You know. So there's always hey, it's easy to criticize. It's very easy. It, to the criticize. coach, the coach, has, like you, like Peter said, has put eleven players over there, and yeah. unfortunately, it's not easy to uh, to keep everybody happy. You you can only play with eleven. You can have thirteen or fourteen players on uh, on the field for Gattuso. Everybody, if it was up to Gattuso, he would put twenty players on the field. But uh, he have to just stick with eleven and. Uh, from time the yeah. choices that you make uh, might but be upset that's to other why players. the coach is very important mm. because he's besides just putting the right players on the the field he's also managing each player's intra, intra, intrapersonal relationship mm-hmm. with each player mm-hmm. and it, that's why it's so important some people say oh Mourinho Mourinho but Mourinho knows how to keep the group together and, yeah. and listen he's won in the past he's able to keep the group together you want to say otherwise fine but the point is great managers Good mm. managers, they know how to keep that group together. They know how important it is to rotate some players. Of course, you have the luxury if you have a, uh, a longer list of players that you can put in. And pretty much, I think Milan now, they have to figure out if Gattuso's their coach, work around Gattuso as your coach, get the players that he wants, and start moving forward as far as you know what's your plan champions league next year fine that's what you have to do you have to start being goal oriented mm-hmm. and just go after the objective of champions league because like like you said milan has a rich history of champions league you know as far as it it, it hurts me as an inter fan to say you know you're very brave. milan 
Yeah, but, but listen, they made Milan, it really proud. Milan, listen, Milan has seven Champions League, and uh, I still remember the 2003. We lost to semifinals to Milan based on technicality. Because we, lo- we lost, <laughs> we lost on away goals. You know, at San Siro, both games were played at San Siro. I remember that. that year, <laughs> I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that was. I okay. was it was a zero zero. Back in one, the good one. days, right? <laughs> no Kalinich on your bench. I was jumping out of my skin. You know, <laughs> but those those were the days when Inter Milan had some players on their on their roster. Man. You know, and I just hope that now moving forward, both those teams are able to do it because I, I was looking at also the players. Inter, you have the, the skeleton with Andanovic, who I think is a top goalkeeper. Skriniar, uh, Rafinha, Icardi. Perisic. We didn't we didn't say enough about. It. I oh, think yeah. Rafinha was Rafinha, the most important guy. player. Rafinha's they sacrificed. Yeah, Rafinha was amazing. I was also looking. I don't want to get back to. Yeah, I know, I know. Juventus, yeah, yeah. But if you look at a lot of these guys, Instagrams, Facebook, all that stuff, because now social media. That's that's the new thing, Antonio. You know. Yeah, I like, got, I like, I like. Yeah. You got one? No, no he doesn't have an Instagram. They wanted to have an Instagram. Put an Instagram. No. They want a fan page of Antonio. No way. But anyway, I don't go social media. Too much information. Making my point is. These players love this team. Mm-hmm. So we have to build on that. And I think Milan has to build on that because now is the time that each team brings it back. Let's bring Serie A back to what it was and uh, and let's get these players. And we have to build off the momentum yeah, that everything's exactly. created this season. Yeah. It can't just be a poof like, yeah. listen, there's a lot of people even who love the Premier League that are like, listen, this season the Premier League is not good. La Liga is not good. The German League is not good. The French League is not a league. So we're the only ones who have. Let shots fired. Let develop. Listen, let's develop the youth. If it's if it's the truth that Ancelotti is going to be the coach of the Italian national team, I'm sure Ancelotti is going to call. It's not right. I don't know. It goes back and forth. Listen. The bottom line is, if, if I were asked to be the coach of the national team, what I would have done, I would have called all the coaches of, of the Serie A. I said, hey, guys, just step inside my office. I don't need your president. I don't need your vice president. I don't need anybody. Lock the door, and I would say to each and every one of them, I said, listen, just fish from your youth, and I just I wanted to see at least three or four players to be developed during the, the campionato. And I'm sure if you put if each team, if 18 teams, they put three players or four players, into the, 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 the Serie A. I'm telling you, out of the... Eight teams times three is what? 54? Sure. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> out, of 50, out of 54 players, I think five or six, they, they're going to wind up just playing uh, for uh, the yeah, Italian national you, team. You know, at the highest level. Okay, if Antonio was the coach of the national team, mm-hmm. would it be Gattuso assisted by Cassano? Or would they be playing? Or <laughs> I would put Cassano I would put Cassano as a... As a no, 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 no. If, listen, Cassano... <laughs> Cassano, oh God, he's got a knowledge of the game <laughs> oh, that dude. is second to no one. For Cassano, a game that is 200 miles an hour, for Cassano slows down to zero <laughs> miles an hour. Zero. You make him sound like zero. Jesus over here. Does he walk is, on water? Cassano never looks down where the ball is. Oh Cassano is always... <laughs> look at the way Cassano played this game. He never looks down at the ball. He always... Who looks down at the ball? Antonio, Sano's okay. like, does, does, um, does Cassano pay Antonio's rent or something that he keeps saying these nice <laughs> things about him? You guys, you wish you were, You probably never saw Cassano playing. You're too young. Uh, I said it on YouTube a couple uh, of times. YouTube? <laughs> 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 Anyway, you just wish you had Cassano on your team. Uh, I don't know if I wish I had Cassano on my so team. So let's move on to, yeah, the, move to on. the next game. The, the next game, uh, Roma, Kievo, uh, pretty straightforward. Sheik, he got on the score sheet, which I was very happy for. 
Um, and Di Francesco, I mean, there's nothing really too much to say about the game. We all know what everybody's thinking about, which is this Wednesday um, against Barcelona. I mean, against um, Liverpool, if they could pull the redo of the Barcelona game and, and be able to come back. I love what Di Francesco said in his press conference after the match, where he said, my life motto, the thing I live by is I believe. He said, and the thing that you're going to see that I'll guarantee you is watch the attitude of the team that comes out and plays. That's the only thing you could really ask for. Yeah. You can't guarantee results, but you can guarantee that you're going to try and you're going to put everything on the pitch. And I think that It'd I hope we see the – I just want Roma to see Roma. Then afterwards what happens with the score, we can't control. I want Roma to show up and be like, listen, we did not walk over these guys. Maybe that first leg was you know, something crazy happened. So that's what I really hope. I hope Cassano goes to Trigoria this week. <laughs> Listen, uh, uh, by the way, is the game Tuesday or Wednesday? Wednesday. Ooh, Wednesday what yeah. time? 2.40? 2.45? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, going back to Roma's point, I mean, mm. I was surprised that he put a lot of the starters in, you know? He did the same thing last time, too. We yeah. said it. Oh. No, it's not Zeko. Zeko. Zeko was not playing. He yeah, only came playing. in for the last 20 minutes. Or if he okay. did, maybe he didn't come in at all. Zeko didn't play the last game. You're saying this game? The week, no. No, week when, when they play uh, the, the Barcelona. Yeah. Oh. One of them he did. One of them yeah. he had him start. So, I mean, that was uh, interesting that he played a lot of the stars. I mean, of course, they, they have Champions League uh, aspirations on, on the line. So, he has to win these games even in Serie A. But, uh, I mean, of course, we were a little upset about <laughs> the 5-2 thrashing. You say formation doesn't count. Mm. You don't. Not, you do not put three man defense. Oh yeah, you weren't here three, to say your side. Yeah, three but, strikers. Uh, but Peter, we, but, I, I, I yeah. Your point, also, though. where's Barcelona? Why f- don't fix what is not broke? That's like the the saying. So you had a ex, you know spectacular performance versus Barcelona, three nothing. Uh, why did you you feel that you have to take uh, you know fix something? So I was a little upset with that. Hopefully, you know we seen chic. Zeko together versus Barca, maybe the same thing versus Liverpool. Even though Liverpool's defenders are maybe more physical and uh, in the air, they're, they're a lot better than they Barcelona. At the end too, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, at the end of the day, the 5-2 is a lot better than 5 nothing. So there's a chance. Exactly. Three three goals is a possibility. And you got to believe. You score uh, one early and it's it's on. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I think, Listen, Loma's got players that they second to no one. I'm telling hey, the list is big. You got Nangolan, you got Zeko, you Come got a, you got the goalkeeper. Come on, who else I got? What about what about else I got? Yeah, this Manolas, I don't know. That's what I was gonna say. You know, we were saying that they played all the starters. Manolas wasn't in. Yeah, wrestling, you know, the champ, you know, wrestling the champ on Wednesday. Florenzi, Perotti, you got players over the top, top, top level. Let's see if Perotti comes in because he did an incredible job when he came in against Liverpool. He's one of the only ones who really created. I like Perotti. So it's gonna be exciting to see what they could do. Also, Lazio. Um, another kind of boring one, Torino Lazio. Immobile went out early. Yeah, he mm-hmm. pulled something, right? They say that Immobile right he's now he's might done. be done for the season. We'll mm-hmm. see. Um, and Lazio were able to Milinkovic Savic. They put the ball in the back of the net, and Torino uh, lost the match once zero. I, I know you were probably hoping that. I was hoping for a, you know Torino win, <laughs> but at least but at least a tie. And then it just Mazzari scored. Mazzari couldn't the, do anything. The, the score, and I was. I was like, hoping oh. for them too. I, w- I want Inter to go into the Champions League. Listen, that's where I, I'm. As an Inter fan, you want Inter to go in the Champions League. I don't want to say, oh, Inter Milan should be in the Champions League. No, whoever plays deserves to be in the Champions League. Whoever gets those points deserves to be in the yeah. Champions League. I just hope that you know Lazio spend some money. You get 
you know, the Champions League, you get 30 million. Whoever goes and in. And represent know? the country well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But the, uh, it's upsetting because, you, you know, you it's like the, the second slap, slap in the face. You lose versus Juventus, yeah. Lazio wins. Now it's plus four. Yeah. Lazio, you have you you were hoping that you had the, the 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 last game in your hands, you know that you have your future in your hands. Win that game versus Lazio, yeah. you go to Champions League. Exactly. Now but it's, now it's it's not in place right up. now. Now you got to hope that they slip up one yeah. of these exactly. last you know, three games. Gotta, I, 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 I have to give a lot of credit to uh, to Inzaghi because you know they got slapped yeah. around for the second half of there with Strasbourg. They took yeah. three goals or four goals yeah. in one five right. minutes over there. And then he comes back, they regroup. I guess uh, he, he, knew, he, knew, he knew what to say to the players. Those players, they, they, they looked unaffected. No one looked like uh, depressed or, uh, or down in morale. No. Mm-hmm. They came in, they came back to say the, 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 the Sunday. They played, they kept winning, winning, winning and winning. And if I got to tell you something, what my feeling is, I think Lazio is going gonna, is gonna, to uh, end at, at, on top of Roma. Mm, at the end of the, uh, I don't think so. Ooh. I don't know. I want to see how, they, I'm telling you. I wanna see how they, they deal with Immobile not being there. If he's not going to be there. I, I, listen, I don't remember if what Immobile is not there. there, you know how many players Lazio's got? No, I'm just saying play. how they deal with they it. They still have a, yeah, the entire season. He's they got Felipe Anderson. He's got a lot of players. got to hope they don't sell. Listen, like, like Savage, Savage, <laughs> yeah, I don't exactly. see uh, Savage is not going to stay in Lazio. I think Juventus oh, yeah. might take that. But listen, uh, it depends they can, on how, what they, where they end up. If if Savage goes and he goes for big money, mm-hmm. it could be good because you just have to you can buy some players. Could get a good replacement. Uh, I don't reports. think he's going to go. There was a thing from here. England today which I thought was hilarious. Mourinho probably wants n- Savage, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's not that. They were saying that Tottenham wants Immobile plus Savage for $100 million. Get out of here. I don't know what the hell they got. They can't even buy his boots for $100 million. Harry Kane is out. No, no, I don't know. I don't know. That would be the only reason. But they, were, they were just saying this, and I thought it was funny because, you know, what what other striker? Uh, Immobile is doing exactly what Salah does in England and in a tough league. You would never say that Salah is worth less than $100 million. Well, for Immobile, you would. And what goals make, are goals. But so. Marco, what makes you think that Immobile is going to do well on the English no, Premier no, League? No, I'm not saying. I'm just... I'm just Look what happened. He played on the Bundesliga. He played on the Bundesliga. I didn't do that great. That's why uh, he came back. I just brought it up. Just He's saying oh, right. so, you know, yeah. Could it be another, you know, Chile... I want Mourinho to take uh, to take Immobile. Is a fluke year? Is it a fluke year? Immobile? I mean, he scored in the past, whatever. But look at Belotti. (laughs) Who knows? At the end of the day, we can only judge on what's right now and and what happens. Um, One other thing, I mean, I mean, the relegation battle for for as interesting as the Scudetto battle is, the relegation battle today with Benevento. I left the house two one. Benevento were up. I came to the studio a few blocks away. It was three three. The match. I couldn't believe how insane. Um, the mm-hmm. battle at the bottom. We know Udinese sacked Oddo, you know, right? Mm-hmm. And they got two daughters now. Um, but also Cagliari. Cagliari's a team that I never even thought. I mean, I knew they were close to relegation, but I didn't think Cagliari's going to go down. You think they're comfortably now, mid-table or Cagliari, something? Cagliari, they lost 4-1 to Sampdoria. Their last three games, they're two points from relegation. Their last three games, Roma, Fiorentina, and Atalanta. Oof. That That's is it's risking for them. big time. Yeah. We already know also congratulations to Empoli, who are already promote. up in the Serie A next season. Wait, oh and God. Livorno that's going to Serie A B. And Lecce. And Lecce, that's right. But but credit to Empoli, who are in the Serie A. They had a fantastic season. Um, a lot of those players are, are good players. And I, I think they just bounced back, right? Didn't they come last season? They bounced back in yeah. one year. Yep. 
So um, credit to Empoli. And let's hope that Bari comes into Serie A too. Maybe Cassano is going to join the, the, oh, the, his whole team. Empoli was a team that switched with Crotone that made the, the last gasp uh, comeback right there. So they, they're coming back for mm-hmm. revenge. Exactly. Hey, listen, Crotone too. What, what was the score today? 4-1? Hey, Crotone is doing good Crotone though. Crotone actually is out of relegation zone. By they're going to do three it points. again. They're up three yeah. points. What's shocking is Kievo. Which is usually a, a mid-level team, 12th right. place. They're actually in the relegation. That's right. They're, they're actually the third-place team, right? Uh, 18th, you know, I think. They just right? sacked Maran. to go they down. Yeah. Which, which is... Uh, which is uh, the two Verona teams could be crazy. going down this yeah. season. So, so we we'll still mean, have the yeah, dead. Yeah, Verona. I mean, Benevento, we know. We lost. They're, automatically, they're yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. down. I yeah. think maybe Ellis Verona. But now with Cagliari, with... With Kiev, with with all these teams, I don't know who's gonna go down. It's, it's gonna be very interesting. Well, I think I think Hellas Verona's out. Yeah, we. I think so. Okay, have the next I one. I think the next team. game the is done. The third team's always. Oh. Uh, I I want Spal to stay up. They have a rich history. I mean, back yeah. in the sixties. I remember that. The sixties. Who would you like to go down? Who would I like to go down? I mean, I. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I like Spal to go down <laughs> because we are from the south of here. We want to keep you all the Benevento, the Crotone, and everybody else. <laughs> Yeah, let's keep the south of there, right? Yeah, let's I keep the like south. Kali- the south comes up, and the, the and the, the north comes down. down. I, I feel like Cagliari might 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 do it. I mean, might go down. I would hate uh, to see Kevo go down. Just because they've been, they've there been so in Serie A for a while, they've been a top, you know, mid-level team, and they always had some good players. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna. But I mean, I really who I think will be the the, the third team, and uh, my friend is gonna hate me for this. I think Cagliari yeah. is gonna go down. The way they've been playing is just those terrible. last three games. But I mean. It just depends. If all you need in that, when you're in the relegation zone, it all depends on that win, because mm-hmm. a tie doesn't do you justice. If exactly. you win, That's it huge. shoots you yeah, right exactly. up. And you look at Crotone with that mm. win, then 34 points. Yeah. Who was disappointed the most? Uh, you know, just looking back a little bit, who was disappointed the, teams? the most? The Torino, teams. I feel like. No, keep doing the same thing every I would say for the amount of money spent, AC Milan has yeah. been a little okay, bit disappointing. Too, yeah, that was an obvious though. <laughs> Inter Milan too, they, uh, we are, uh, <laughs> they're not that disappointed. No, they're not uh, disappointed, for, but they should be fighting for the for Champions the Champions League. League. I mean, yeah. uh, we, we are... They uh, are this, fighting for the Champions League. Yeah, it's hard. They're holding on, they're holding on. It's still at the end and they are. We got some questions in. Uh, let's, let's not take too long, not long answers. Um, Adam Durani says, what's been missing from Napoli this side this whole season? They went on um, to go win the Scudetto, but it seems like they can't manage to do it. Antonio, quick. I think psychologically the team, it's not, it's not prepared. And uh, I think they, they, they have a short bench and uh, that, that's really going to, gonna, you know, it's going uh, to pay bad, very bad for them. It's just not, not good not to have a deep, a deep bench and somebody ready to... Uh, to take over when uh, you know one of those Insigne or uh, or Mertens or one of those uh, top uh, players that you're relying on on uh, winning you the game if they're not uh, uh, on top of there look what Juventus has Juventus can just interchange players at any time and those people they come through all the time I think that's the, the major mistake that uh, Napoli should have invest more money so the the, the Laurentiis mm-hmm. they have the spend yeah. they cannot just uh, hope and just sit back over there and just hoping that something by magic is going to happen all the time for them so you're going to have to take the money out of your pocket and put it on the table that's mm-hmm. it yeah depth just to clarify, a lot of these questions have already been answered in the podcast. So if we didn't get to it right here, it was answered already. Um, someone said, do you think that there's any hope for another team to win this season next year? Because it seems like Napoli next year is not going to be the same Napoli as it is this year. 
What do you think? What do you guys think? About I do that? feel like uh, there's gonna be a few people that are gonna leave Napoli, and maybe even maybe like, even they Saturday. say who do you think's gonna be that? You know, yeah, I, I guess who's gonna be the one actually competing? Yeah. A contender. That's a tough one. I, I, I see it. Maybe I see no Roma, Roma, Inter, Inter, Milan, Lazio. That's the usual. The usual five or six. Let me tell you something. Of course. Milan, yeah, <laughs> Milan, yeah. Is like Cassano going to come in and play? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll take him. You know Cassano's an Inter fan, do you? Yeah, I know, but he played for AC Milan, too. Oh. Inter as well. <laughs> I know that Cassano grew up as an Inter fan. It's true. No, Everybody he still is an Inter yeah. fan. <laughs> so, but, uh, <laughs> I don't know. He grew up as one. He's still an Inter fan. You know also Who? Pirlo. Oh, grew well. up as an Inter fan in his book. Yeah, yeah but, but you see, okay, but Peter, Peter. So all these geniuses are Inter fans. I don't know. Wait, being an Inter fan and Inter being this smart team, how can you let them go? Pirlo, he he went out from away from Inter to to make to make AC Milan one of the best teams. Set of Cassano now. Come on. Let's not get crazy over here, Peter. To to piggyback off that, someone said, what do the teams like Roma, Milan, Inter, and Napoli have to do to beat this Juventus? Juventus. thing that they need to change? I'll tell you something about Juventus. Juventus cycle, it's coming to an end. This is the end of Juventus as we speak right now. When's the last season? I'm telling you, Juventus is not going to be winning for the next 10 years. When? Because I'm telling you, please. You listen to me. You listen to me because <laughs> all the Vecchia Guardia is gone. The only one is going to be remaining over there is going to be Chiellini. Buffon is going to go. Barzai is going to go. A lot of players they are going to go. The coach is going to go because if the coach doesn't go, Dybala is going to go. Oh so starting God. to replace Pretty all of those people. Yeah. Well, I mean, Juventus, so Juventus is not going to have it the way he had it for uh, the last uh, 10 years. I see Napoli maybe again. Maybe Roma. Focus on the question. What? What, <laughs> what do they have to do? Yeah, what Juventus? Do? No, no. Not Juventus. The other, other team. Teams. Oh, they have to take away the players that Juventus want to snatch. <laughs> oh, don't sell the players to well, Juventus because we'll sell Dybala Juventus to is going to put... What? We'll give you... <laughs> Dybala? I'll take we'll him. Give oh, yeah. I'll take him. Yeah, yeah. Give, give us Kalinic. No, listen to me. You're going to get... <laughs> You're going to get Milinkovic Savage from Napoli. Don't worry about it. It's uh, yours I'm already. Kidding. I'm kidding. And you're going to get Donnarumma from us. Do you guys see Allegri in- and, and Sari leaving at the end of the season? I see Allegri 100% gone. I, I see both I of them. I can see Sari. I can see both Allegri. I think Allegri oh, I disagree. Out. I see more Allegri. Great minds, Peter. Allegri out. Guys. No, what about Spale- uh, Sari? Sari? He's going to stay. I don't think he's a coach of a big... I think he might leave. I think... I think he might be if gone. I, you know what I think? Because he had a little friction with De Laurentiis. Mm-hmm. I think... He's going to straight up sell the learned either buy me these players or he's going to get out like a Conte I'm type out. thing in 2011. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. I, think I, I, thing. I really have a feeling. I think I think it's time for Allegri and Juve to move on, to be honest. I think it's time for something he knows. Else. He knows already. And and I think that Saudi, same thing. I just have a feeling that Saudi might be leaving Napoli. Not that I want to see it. I love his football. I hope it might happen. Serie A, but I have a feeling it might happen. You know why Allegri is leaving? I'm telling you the reasons now. Right now. It's you on the table. said it 19 times no. on the podcast. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If Allegri was not going to leave, he would have been forced to play Dybala and Marquise <laughs> all the time. The reasons why he's punishing them is because he knows that this is the last year. He's out of here, no, right? He's out of here. Well, I think we should answer the question as far yeah. as like, what do they need? Uh, I think Inter, I'll go off with Inter. Yeah. We need some, uh, we need a left back. And you need a coach. No, oh, come on. It's probably, <laughs> no, it's it's probably gonna be good. Uh, center back, like De Vrij. That's yeah, most might be. So we're already looking at De Vrij and Asamoah, which are free transfers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now a we winger. can maybe some a big spending in the in the a midfield. Top. No, we need like a, a, a regista. That's what Inter yeah, needs. Yeah, you do not. Brozovic, Brozovic, but surprised me. He's really playing well, but he's been. 
it's up and down, up and down. It's, uh, so mm-hmm. even though the last string of, of games he's played great as a, as a regista in that role, you put Gallardini next to him. I would love to see bring an Italian back, Verratti. I would love uh, to see Verratti on Inter. You're gonna have to sell the whole club for Verratti. No, no. I, <laughs> I, those, those Chinese Zhang, they got money. Listen to me. I have to be honest with you. I was very big on Verratti, and I, I liked his style of his style of play. But after I seen him playing on the yeah, World Cup, I'm with you. And yeah, I, I see him and Insigne and, and all of those. Uh, and all of those, uh, he's, he's, you know. He's still good. He's I know, good. I know. But Verratti, Verratti, it's not Pirlo. He's not the champion that I thought he was. It's won. not. I, yeah, me too. I, I am a little bit uh, skeptical Peter, about him. How much would you spend the most? I will not spend that much. I, th- I don't think. I think Verratti stocks went down. Not how much, more than how what? much is he worth? I think Verratti more no more than 30, 30, 40 million. It's no, too much. He's 34, you, you, you cannot buy 30, 30 40 million. million. This no. market, you're not going to get 30, like 40 million. million. What would be, what, what I hope is, you know, it could work out in, in Inter's favor that Italy's not in the World Cup. Because what happens is whoever's in the World Cup, if they have a good World Cup, price value goes up. So That's hopefully true. the PSG, the Real Madrid's out there. They see some player, then they spend big money. PSG and then they like some let go of those guys yeah. for a lower amount. That's a good way to see it. We're see. getting too close to this, yeah. son. I mean, they said he has the only thing keeping a scene over here when I don't even know what the World Cup is. We you know what uh, good players do? They consistently <laughs> play well every time that they are on the field. The and to me, Verratti, Verratti, Insigne, Belotti, and even Messi doesn't play good every game. I don't agree with that. No, no, no. Messi didn't play good against Barcelona. Messi didn't play good against Juventus last season. Even when Messi doesn't listen to me. Even when Messi doesn't play good, he still leaves quantity and quality on the field. Believe me. But not every game he doesn't play good. There's not one point. We got a funny question. We got a funny question. They said if Cassano was playing for Napoli. Would they be up? Uh, would they be still down by four points? What would be the points now? Uh, Napoli would be leading by ten. Ten points. Yeah. <laughs> What's he doing? Yeah. Do not. You do not have people that they sono non sono rifinitori. In Napoli is just uh, the speed of the game and and, and the scheme that uh, Sari put in, in place. Cassano is one of the few. I'm telling you right now, and not because I'm saying that can put anybody on the condition to go one on one with the goalkeeper. He easily gets ten assists uh, a season. He, he more than that. Baby. I saw easily. 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 More wow. than that. Okay. Okay. And those ten, are po- uh, 10 points is a lot, yeah. though. No, that's wow. a lot. A lot. Yeah, Lorenzo can be rubbing his hands, laughing at Iguain for leaving, right? We got Cassano. No, we don't need you. <laughs> if yeah. you had a Cassano even on the bench, that would be a luxury. <laughs> a <laughs> luxury. <laughs> you needed to win the game. Actually, you know what? I would see Cassano. I would see Cassano, Anapoli, and Sari's oh system. <laughs> Bro, he we'll can't even play at Are you kidding me? What are you talking about? He's not going to lower himself to play for Elas Verona. <laughs> he can't play Get for out of here. I don't just kids that go to a relegation battle with Verona. Get out of here. Another good question we had is, guys, do you think if Napoli really tried and concentrated, how would they have done in the Champions League this season? He says get to the Champions League final. But oh. what do you think about it? I, I cut that out just I to keep it a little that. bit more directed. You see, look, now he already thinks about I think they'll do fairly well. I think quarters would be a good run for them. Quarters. I would say, Quarters, uh, listen, yeah. if Napoli, Napoli, he, he lost a game very poorly on the Champions. They lost they very care. poorly against they a team, care. against a team that it was not a really a, a top team. Shakhtar, the same way, like, so what? what was Shakhtar? I don't, think, try, I don't think we're going to be seeing the Napoli same way through. Lazio play, uh, lost against Strasbourg or Strasbourg. Yeah, yeah. Those are teams that nobody ever heard. Hey, this is your Red Bull <laughs> over here. Red Bull Salzburg. Oh, uh, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Lazio could have been still fighting right now for, uh, yeah. for, the, the, for the final. For yeah. go to the final. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, they I got, think Napoli, they have a great team. 
just when you reach a certain uh, level in, in Champions League, you you can come across some top teams exactly, where the they pass. have the same formation, you know, same depth as Juventus. So in a two-game leg, you're able to change certain players. And if these if Napoli's players don't have the experience, the same uh, the same way Real Madrid has experience, Bayern Munich has experience, you know, even to a certain extent, Roma has some players with yeah, that experience. True. So uh, I don't know how far they would go, but I think they would definitely uh, entertain the Champions League world because I, I think Europe likes to see that beautiful football and Napoli definitely plays beautiful football. Yeah. Okay, well, there is one thing that I really wanted to say because this is what, that's what what's critical about Napoli. Napoli, Napoli uh, a game was very fluid in the very beginning yeah. of the season. Until the uh, after uh, of the campionato, it was everybody was like by memory. Pa, 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 they got pa, tired. Pa, pa, everybody. Uh, then... Then the top coaches on the Serie A, they started to, to watch the tapes and they said, oh, okay, those guys, if you let them play, they're going to really give it to you. So all they're starting to do, Defense. they're starting to press them and they just attack them where they had the ball. Because if Napoli, you don't press them when they have the ball, they can really kill you. But they if you're starting to see the games of AC Milan against Napoli, or Juventus against Napoli, or Inter against Napoli, all of those teams, they have given Napoli hard time. Spal against Napoli. Even the little, the little teams, they understood yeah. that Napoli cannot be made... You don't make Napoli thinking with the ball. You have to just go on them right. all the time. If you make them think, they're going to kill you. Okay? Because that system is very but, good. But going based on fluidity, I think, uh, like Mike said, they, get they, got, they were tired. They're tired, uh, they, too. Listen, yeah. they That's fatigue. Too. Every because week. Same the lineup. same players always playing. Uh, then we have to remember, they, last year they, they got in fourth pl third place. So they had to qualify for Champions League. Mm -hmm. I went to one of the games in, oh, wow. in Sao Paulo. Uh, Unbelievable, yeah, right? it's, they, they, the way they play, it's, it's great to watch live. Um, but, you know, they already started their preparation early, uh, you know, mid-July to prepare for the, yeah. the Champions League. So they're actually playing an extra month than everybody else, than Juventus. And Juventus has 25 players to, at the disposal. Yeah. Like. Did, did um, Sarri, uh, I, I, I thought about him. So he hasn't signed the contract yet, uh, uh, the extension for, uh, for Napoli, did he? No, that I don't know. There is, I, I, no, I, there is no more talks. You see, before, the, uh, up the last few weeks. It's the, not the time. No, wait, 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 wait. But Scudetto's still uh, up. Wait, Marco. If you look at the media, the media has been played by is being played by the by the big guns over there, the Laurentis. <laughs> I'm telling you, the media has been played by those guys. If the media is no longer bringing on the table. The fact that, that maybe Sari, oh, we are working with him. We are open 24-7 to discussion. They have so much content to do with everything that's happening uh, he has in the to league. Do, he has to do with people. Maybe they have made the decision that they're not really favorable to what, uh, you know, the Tifosi wanted to hear and all the stuff. That's why I think they just downplaying all of this, uh, you know, he's staying or he's leaving. That's why uh, I, I think I, this discussion is coming on, to an I end. I think like Marco said, they don't want to put anything else in perspective yeah. just the Scudetto that's that's the goal it would be it wouldn't be professional to be talking yeah. about it I else. think also Napoli fans don't care at this yeah, point who cares? they just were they just want the Scudetto unfortunately listen that's that's what I'm gonna say I think that this year is a very dangerous year for for Napoli as beautiful as everything is to me it's all or nothing if it doesn't happen this year if it doesn't happen in the next three games I don't know when the next time the Napoli is going to be as close to as right now. And I don't see this team being as, as, as strong as it is this season as it will be next season. I can see that. To me, yeah. the foundation, not that it's cracked, but that it's it's on a little bit of thin ice where it needs to connect now. Right. They, said, they said a lot of these players, you know, we always talk about Serie A players leaving the league, right? Mm -hmm. And they say Mertens had this offer, Koulibaly exactly. had this offer, Jorginho has these offers, right? And they said, listen, let's stay together because this year we have to do this and we have to win this year. They had the Scudetto pack. Yeah, that's what And it I was. think that if this year they don't do it, 
it's going to not be that Napoli that you're talking about next season. But the thing is, Sari kept kept the glue together. Like Marco said, the whole team could have been stripped, but it was a Scudetto package. Like, they have to do, do something incredible. It's now or never. We can do it. it. That's not how it should I work. I know. It shouldn't it's work like it that. There, it was built on a very short-term thing to win the Scudetto once and give the fans something to cheer for, and that's what it was. Mike, didn't we have this discussion already that nobody plays for the shirt anymore? The vast majority of those players, all mercenary, they're going to play for the money. I think and it comes to the end of the season. Said even, even this week, Oh, they got to be careful because Manchester City or Manchester United. Manchester yeah, City but won. agents always try to. But yeah, yeah, but now is not the time that. either. Yeah, you can't say. You that. shouldn't talk. Um, we have a few other questions about Milan. You know, Milan losing stars this summer because of what happened. What the hell is that? <laughs> That's a crazy hidden, noise over that's here. That's the heating system. That's like Sadi's trying to find a hiding place. He's <laughs> trying to. He's beating up Kalinic. So what there. about Milan? They said Milan losing their stars because of you know the financial fair Who's play. Which stars? How many stars we have? Oh, you guys don't have stars. <laughs> oh, we have Kalinic. You can go. Donnarumma. What is oh. this? is trying to break down this door. It's, it's a madness. What the hell is this? Donnarumma. I, I, I might go. I, That's listen. a jackhammer. <laughs> Donnarumma, Bonucci. Um, I'm not going to say Cutrone. Bonucci and I think Donnarumma are the two guys that they're talking about. No, but Cutrone. Because uh, of without Champions League. Donnarumma, Donnarumma, I see a Real Madrid or a big team. And I, if I were Donnarumma, to be honest with you, I would have gone. I would have really? Left. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, because uh, listen, listen. Number one, number one, uh, you know, you, you had a, a lot of trouble with, uh, with, uh, during the signing of the contract. Yeah. Number one. Number two, the pressure for a, a goalkeeper of that age to be playing with people like Cristiano Ronaldo or uh, you name it, or Messi or, uh, or Neymar or Verratti, even though Verratti is not what we, we think Whatever. it is. So the pressure is there and I'm sure a lot of people that su they're surrounding his family, they're telling him, I said, hey, you're never going to be able to have a chance like that. So now is the time that you have to make the move. Don't worry about what the, the, the player of Isimilano, the people or, or La Società is going to tell you. Just go. If I were Donnarumma, I would have gone. I mean, uh, as much as I love Isimilano. Uh, Imagine if Mino Raiola pulls some crazy stuff and he's like, I'm going Mino to Raiola. I'm winning with my city. This got nothing to do. <laughs> I, I mean, Mino Raiola. Napoli Mino Ra a lot. Huh? He's a leech. Yeah. Mino Raiola is a leech. So he's, he's a bad guy. But uh, <laughs> as a player, I mean, if you're really aspiring to, uh, to be playing with some of those champions, I think it's a very exciting idea somebody's calling you from real madrid you just say no to real madrid i think that this season like i said with napoli how it's dangerous i think even for milan it's dangerous this summer i would prefer a, a similar i mean a similar uh, sending donnarumma to juventus as much as i hate juventus and and see donnarumma playing in italy and not just making real madrid stronger than what they actually are you know it's what gonna, i mean it's gonna that would piss me off I, it would, it you would, would get know. pissed off more that donnarumma goes to real madrid than donnarumma going to juventus Is to juventus i will be pissed off if he goes to real madrid really yeah wow. it would suck to lose the um, greatest I'd rather I, stay in Italy. I don't, I don't want Italian. I don't want Italian players to to leave Italy to go play uh, on another uh, and make so a, like, like Verratti, bring, like Verratti bring going. Inter. We never. <laughs> I mean, uh, Inter now. Inter. <laughs> you rather go to Juventus than Inter? Well, uh, you know, Juventus needs to rebuild right now. Juventus, they're not going to be winning for a long time. So let them. I'm trying to help out over here. What a nice guy you are. <laughs> you, can you give us Gattuso too? No, well, Gattuso, Gattuso will keep him for a little while. All right, guys. Um, nice long podcast today. I think we got most of what we wanted to say in. Uh, anybody else had anything else to add? I think we're good. I will, what do you guys I, think? Did, who won the, the league? Barcelona won the league already yeah. so far. Yeah, that, that was done before. Who else won? That's uh, it. PSG? Won, uh, the, won. Long time ago. Yeah. In it Germany, it's over too. Yeah. Over. In England, it's over too. It's so we are the most exciting campionato. Guys, <laughs> keep <laughs> watching yeah. us and don't forget to rate the podcast, okay? Oh, Five stars. Five stars. Five. All right, guys. As always, thank you for watching. Um, and 
Yeah. Rate the podcast. Yep. Ciao, ragazzi. Ciao. Guys. Ciao. Beautiful. Oh, I got this, Mike.